Frischberg tells us about some interesting ways that amateur detectives get wrapped up into a mystery. He writes this magic in his contemporary amateur detective urban fantasy. An urban fantasy novel is both um, modern history and a and I've used a mystery for it um, because, frankly, because mysteries are pretty much a a pre-made plot structure. Tell me more about that. There are some things that are common to all mysteries. You have almost always a murder mystery. So you have a body. Okay. You have a detective. Uh-huh. You have a perpetrator. Uh-huh. You know, the, the murderer. Unless they're self-murdered, which is difficult to do. Right. <laughs> and then you have whatever the plot developments are that lead the detective to find the murderer, which is the inevitable end. Okay. Or at least it's the climax. Uh-huh. And I've, you know, studied enough about this, taken workshops and classes and read, you know, there are different kinds of mystery depending on who your detective is. Mm. And they have their own structures mm. that um, typically police procedurals, okay. where the detective is a homicide detective or something like that. Uh-huh. Uh, those books, the victim, the, the body, shows up in the first chapter. Right. Because the body is what starts the story. Mine, which is what they call an amateur detective, uh-huh. is somebody whose job is not to investigate crime. Huh. And if you think about it logically, somebody whose job is not to investigate crime going out to try to... to you know, to solve a mystery and find a murderer yeah. is a fairly insane thing to do. <laughs> I, I used a little to, conflict there. I used to be a reporter in a small town, and there was, during my tenure there, there was a murder. Mm. And I heard from a friend that there was a guy who was hanging around one of the, one of the, one of the local bars yeah. and bragging about what he had done. Okay. I, I, being an intrepid reporter, started asking my friend for more details about this. <laughs> and he just looked at me and said, well, you know, Think about this for a minute. If he's if he's telling the truth, this guy just murdered two people. Right. How much in his way do you really want to get? <laughs> yeah, that's a little bit. Uh, that's a little exciting. Maybe more excitement than you want. Right. So, so that's actually a problem. Writing amateur or semi-professional detective mm. mysteries is that nobody in their right mind would actually volunteer to do this. <laughs> so you have to give them a reason oh, okay. to why they have to get involved in right. solving the mystery. Right. And in my case, the reason my character has to solve the mystery is that he's tasked with it. He's sent on that quest oh. by the fairies who live in the trees in Golden Gate Park. Well, okay. <laughs> and now we're getting to the, what you said it was a plea, uh, a mystery, sorry, a mystery and, with fantasy. Yeah, an, an urban fantasy yeah. mystery. And, and as I said, it's, it's set in the early 1970s in the Haight-Ashbury. Okay. So that throws another... Um, so that's the historical part. That's the historical part. And, and it also, uh, I used that in the plot. And, and you, you mentioned something about a pre-made plot. Well, just that, that, that any mystery has a basic skeleton. Okay. And... You'll, you know, and those were the things I was talking about earlier. Well, but this murder isn't historical, is that right? Are you oh, no, this is... Are you reimagining a, a historical murder's wife? Oh, no, no, I'm not using a real murder okay. I, at all. Okay. I just... Uh, <laughs> That's your next project. <laughs> I, I, could, I could see doing that at some point. But, no, I really wanted to tell a story about 
living in that environment, living in the Haight-Ashbury, in the height of the hippie movement. Wow, okay, some good cultural uh, storytelling in there as well. Yeah. Manny Frischberg's website is mannyfrischberg.com. This concludes the series with editor-author Manny Frischberg. If you missed the beginning, the series started at episode 34. Next episode, we speak with Joe Steck of Compelling Science Fiction. I publish a magazine called Compelling Science Fiction. It's focused on plausible science fiction. 